Good morning. We need a little podcast. Chris, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, you know, all things considered, I was I was just telling you that the uh, air conditioner broke uh, overnight, but uh, I'm supposed to be really hot today, but we'll get past it somehow. We always do, you know. By comparison, uh -huh. we only live, as a crow flies, we're probably what, 100 and 10 miles? 100, 100 miles, 115 miles away. Somewhere right in there. And uh, by comparison, we had our heater on in the shop. This morning at nearly 7,000 feet. And uh, but it did get warm yesterday. It was a toasty 74, I think, up here yesterday. Yeah, it was a toasty 100 plus here yesterday. Yeah, 30 degrees difference down the hill. We sold the uh, we sold the swirl salt truck. It's gone. It's out of here. Do you miss it already? No. 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 <laughs> no. The truck too, uh, too badass. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not too many cars that I miss. I miss specialty cars, you know. Yeah. The daily drivers, you know, it's usually it's like the Subaru right now. I can't wait to get rid of it. I'm ready to go on to the next one. You know, I figured out these 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 people that do yearly leases. I know why. Yeah, they get they just they like something new all the time. And I mean, nine months into it, I'm like, okay. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's what's nice about having the Porsche is we get you know new Porsche every couple of weeks. That's not a bad deal, you know. Well, well, I've had my my new to me mini with me since last week, and uh, it's been nice to drive that around. I uh, I zoomed around the valley already this morning, getting my son to school and back, and uh, you know it was. Uh, I have fun with it no matter where I'm at. That's cool. So, well, there are those cars. It's like even the, even the little Boxster. I get in that. Twenty years old. I just it's there's something about driving it, you know. And the same with the Chevelle. It's just something about driving it. There's those. There's those cars that you never get tired of, you know, but yeah. some modern day cars. I mean, I, I don't get tired of them. I dig them, but it's just like, you know, it's change up. I don't know. It is what it is. So, hey, what do you got? What do you got on a shirt? Uh, this is a BMW. Uh, I believe it's called a 3.0 CSL. Um, it's known as the uh, it's kind of known as like the the Batmobile. Um, they uh, they have some really cool you know, fins and wings and stuff on them, but they're, uh, they're awesome race cars. I've seen this particular car race at Laguna Seca a number of times during the, the historics and, uh, it, it's a beautiful car. So have you, ever been up, have you ever been up there and, and some of those classics crash? Yes. It gets you sick. Yeah. Anything, anything worth, uh, well, they're all worth fixing. And, you know, there's, a lot of people will argue, hey, they're not very original anymore at that point. But that's what you do with race cars, right? You you race them, you you rub a little bit, you crash a little bit, and then you fix them. And and it's uh, I think going back, it's hard for them to really determine how much of a car is original anyway. But right. but uh, as long as they've got that kind of pedigree and history, they're fine. You know, no matter how many new parts they need. So that's cool. Hey, before we dive too in, today is about knowledge is not power, and 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 that's kind of an oxymoron for us because we we talk about knowledge being power, but I've I've seen so much, especially you know COVID, the the, the political environment, the world environment, the you know whatever the hell you want to call it. I, I just we were just texting with our team behind the the, the scenes, and I said, you know, I want to I want to telepath back, I want a time machine back to 1976. It was the bicentennial. Everything was red, white, and blue. Matter of fact, you got to ask me, what's on my shirt? Oh, yeah. What's on your shirt? I can't hardly see we it, though. People, but. We the People, 1776. 
And the reason I like this is I want to remind everybody that's thinking about this the other day. How, how old approximately, and, and not by, but how, how old is China, the country? Oh, geez. It's got to be way older than our country, that's for sure. Well, I mean, um, thousands of years, right? thousands, right? Yeah, thousands. So Japan, how old is Japan? Same thing, you know, goes back thousands of years. Rome, all these different countries, Germany, England, all these different countries. I think we forget that we're 245 years old. We're very young. We're young. And I see what we're going through right now as kind of our pre-adolescence. We're just a kid that's a little bit out of, out of whack and uh, needs to uh, – we're growing. And terrible we, news. Just the, yeah. And so, you know, I just I, – I keep looking at what's going on. And, and that's part of it right now. I see so many people buying into the anger. And let me tell you, man, anger is cool. And, I, you know, I keep a watchful eye on everything in our, in our society and our government. I don't like a lot of stuff that's going on. But, man, we're, in our, we're, we're still an infant country. And I'm not saying, hey, give us a break and let it go. Because how many, how many revolutions has France had? You know, how many revolutions has Japan had? Is, you know, I watched a documentary on, on, on the Empire of Japan. And, I mean, it covered, there was one time period of this one family that was like 200 years. That just this one family and that they'd get gone in, in, or the clan, I should say, is they'd taken over and kind of brought peace to Japan for the first time in 200 years. Well, Jesus, we're just a little older than that. That was just yeah. one segment of their of their history. And so I wore this today because it's like, man, I just keep thinking that. We're just, we're young. Stop, you know? And and let me tell you, if you're an entrepreneur, you, you, you better take a deep breath because all that anger is going to come out in the wrong ways, man. It's, it's going to retard growth. It's going to do a lot of different things. And you might be, you might be killing it right now, dude. I mean, it's not hard to kill it right now. I mean, it, it really isn't. I mean, it takes work, right? But it, it's not a struggling time. And my fear is that a lot of these people that are going off the rails, listen, you might, some of the people you listen to, uh, they got a platform, they can go off the rails. It's not going to hurt them. Matter of fact, some, yep. some play off that anger, some play off that, that division, some play off that, that opening your eyes to things. I'm not that person. I got to watch what I say. And most likely, the people listening to this, you're not that person. You, you got to be careful, dude, because you don't know what's going to come down that, that could hurt you later. And they go back and they see things or, or conversations happen and people whisper in other people's ears what was going on way back in you know 2020 and 2021. And, and now it's 2025 and your position's changed and you got a new opportunity. And that opportunity fails because way back four or five years ago, you, you got angry and, and I don't blame you for being angry, but, but spewing it is dangerous. You right. can do whatever you want. I'm not saying don't do it. I've checked out of a lot of this stuff. I've just checked out, but it comes down to this. So, Hey, we want to thank uh PNS as usual. As a matter of fact, you can see my swirl, swirl killer coffee. Yeah. What do you, what do you got there? Show everybody. Yeah. So this is, this is our swirl killer coffee. This is our traditional. We've also got a 60th anniversary. This is I got my, my I've got my press out sitting right now, um, which uh, one of our students gave us, and that thing is man I, I need to take and call him out. I got I've got a card. I've got to thank him. It's been months, but um, yeah, we want to thank him. And then I, I wanted to real quick before diving because I'm going to get really involved. 
is you know the swirl salt truck was was a 2014 and we had we used it in the in the shop a lot um we we it went all over the country you know seeing different events uh, to different projects and all this and that so it, it had a little funk in it you know and well, so you, know, it, it, you you let the students use it every time we had training and you know that's a lot of different butts in the seat and we know what butts do yeah that's exactly <laughs> it. That's, yeah, that's exactly it so I, I put a couple days ago, I put an odor dock in there, and this is our auto kit. It's really cool. It comes all pre-measured. Your whole kit's down in there, uh, instructions. But um, it made me think about, about smells, and this did such a great job. So I just wanted to take and bring that out. So, hey, you ready to jump in? So you're going to have to jump uh, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump into this thing. I'm going to get a little a little worked up. All right. Hey, real, real quick before you do, um, another quick fun fact about today before you go and enjoy your coffee. It's okay. the first day of fall. Well, that's why my heater had to come on in the shop this morning. That's, that's right. It was it, it was cool. I oh, mean, I love this time of year. This is my favorite time of year. It's just it's awesome, especially up here. Um. So hey, busy weekend for you. We had a busy week last week. We had students in. Uh, they 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 were on the podcast with us. You were up here. Uh, great mm -hmm. class. It's always sad to come back in Monday and see him not here. But I was, I drove all the way up to north of sacramento from southern california and then back and man that made for a long weekend my poor friends that went with me we had to haul rip our yeah. my new my new battle buddies back we did some uh we did i did some deep cleaning on saturday around here so yeah. you know that i'm a you know i'm a lego fan and that kind of stuff so we have our we have our our fun you know legos on display here you know not not too many but a handful and uh they get a little dusty from time to time and so i actually took them all outside to the garage and i used my steamer on them oh that's cool and it worked great yeah that's so cool anybody needs to detail their legos a little steam and then follow that up with compressed air to dry them off and they come out perfect i um i use steam on our shower and all the you know all the grout in the corners and stuff like that I've, i mean steam on everything steam's one of those things it's just it's pretty badass yeah. you know all right, so hey, let's talk about uh, knowledge is not power. Let's qualify this a little bit. It is. Knowledge is power, but only when used and harnessed the right way. And I see a lot of people misusing or touting their their their, their knowledge. But let me let me start out with this. Each level, you know, um, you know, God, let me let me back up. I want to make sure I lead into the right way. You know, when you when you treat life right and you have the right attitude, and you don't go out and say stupid shit. And I do. I say stupid shit, but I've gotten better at not saying really um, real dumb stuff as often, especially in a public you know, forum. But when you do that, opportunity hits you. You know, We just had another opportunity. We've had two major opportunities land at our feet this week. Now, I don't know if they're, what's going to happen with them, but they're opportunities. And each level that I've arrived at has taken specific skill sets to be able to mature to the level to succeed at those levels. You don't just you don't start out. I, I've got an analogy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use it right now. It's later in. Um, you know, I played I played football from the time I was a little kid all the way up until I even gave it shot at the college level. Right. Each one of those levels, and a, and a couple of really good friends of mine played in the NFL. At each one of those, all the way going back to Pee Wee football. Okay, we learned to walk right as baby. Then we learned to, to where we crawled, we rocked, and then we running around or falling. Some people still walk and run like they did when they're two. Um, 
But in peewee football, they teach you to run a little different. They teach you to block, throw, you know, tackle, all these different things. And then when you get to middle school, it's a whole nother level up. And then when you get to high school, especially at a competitive level, they're teaching you how to run. When you get to college, they're teaching you how to run. When you get to the NFL, they're teaching you and coaching you how to run. At each one of those levels, you go from a little kid sport, pure passion, to making a living. They're coaching you on how to take and perform. Business is no different. Is You've got to take and prepare yourself for each level. And if you're in business, it doesn't mean you're at the NFL level yet. It, it means that maybe, maybe you're trying out. Is that just because you open a business doesn't mean you're that. I congratulate you for taking and having the, the, the cojones to take and, and open a business. But it's going to take a bit to start taking and actually succeeding. And so you've got to start succeeding and each level that you get to is going to demand, not ask for, not maybe. It's going to demand. And if you don't have the skill sets, you're not going to make it. Um, now, the foundation for all this is exactly the same. There's no difference in the foundation. Foundation is the same. But each and, and one of the foundation is 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 being professional. Uh, one of the other foundations is is taking and learning how to learn and knowing when to learn. Uh, one of the foundation items is be coachable throughout your career, not in the beginning, not in the middle, not not now, not in the stage I'm at, not at the end. It's all the way through. It's all the way through is yep. you've got to be coachable. Coaches get coaching is because they've got peers is that you might listen to Andy. You might listen to all these different podcasters, Joe Rogan. Listen, man, when they get together is with other people, birds of a feather, they talk. They learn. They share. They don't get to the top and stop learning. That's why they're successful. Ed Milet, I love to listen to Ed Milet, man. You know what? He gets together, and he's always giving Andy credit for different things that they do. They're constantly sending each other messages. They're constantly sharing things. They're constantly mind mapping things out. They're constantly dreaming. They're constantly saying, hey, what if? They don't you know, the other, the other thing they have in common, too, is that they're constantly um, – you know, as they network together, they're surrounding themselves with like-minded people that are also successful people. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Listen, at some point in time, I, I just had a, a guy, and I think I've shared this once before, so sorry if I have. I just had somebody, you know, I, I, I'm very proud of where I grew up, Colton, California, a tough little town. I had somebody tell me on, on social media that I lost my Colton, that my Colton's out of me because I left Colton. Well, that was the goal, man. I, I needed to move on, right? I love Colton. Would I move back there? I go back. I'm constantly there. Very proud of my heritage. But I moved on. I, I, I didn't leave it. I moved on. I moved past it. Um, I love my people in Colton. I love where I grew up. I love, you know, that that it's, it's many generations. I didn't lose my Colton. I didn't lose my Colton edge. I changed my Colton edge. I adapted. I couldn't act like I did when I lived in Colton when I was an adolescent. I couldn't get away with it. I wouldn't be anywhere. I would have been stuck on the same exact floor and the same exact elevator not going up. I would have just sat there. So we hear this all the time, knowledge is power. The more educated you are, the more you understand, the more you know, the more valuable you become. Um, I mean, Chris, you've got a bachelor's degree. What's your, what's your degree in? Uh, business communications. 
business communications. So mine's mine's business, and then I've got uh, I've got a master's, and believe it or not, in uh, world faiths, so theology. Um, and I did it because I love. I, I started out as I as as a, a I love faith and I love faiths and I love different faiths. I love learning about them because it makes you patient with other people. But I love history. And so I take, started taking all those classes. And before I knew it, I was like, well, hey, I'm pretty close, so why not? You know, started out, okay, get this. How the hell did I transition from an MBA to a degree in world faith? Well, that's a good question. I don't I, know. I was, following my, I was following my passions. I kept taking classes that interest me. And before I know it, I went down a complete different path. Will I ever use that? Yeah, I think it's made me a much more reasonable person with a much wider uh, uh, bandwidth of people, you know, because I understand their foundation. And that's what we're talking about now. So books, college, graduate school, trade school, specialized training. We're into this. Those are all important. But knowledge alone is not power. Is it's got to be linked up to everything else is street degree, something that I call street degrees. Listen, and again, everybody thinks that you jump in and it's going to be your freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. And in that year five, you're into the big leads. Not necessarily. Some people can be in their freshman year of, of, of business for four, five, six, seven years. We've talked about this a lot in the past. Some people excel a little faster, some a little slower. You know, it really, looking back, I was successful at business in, in, in months. But I didn't really become, you know, a full-fledged sophomore or junior probably until seven or eight years in. It took me a little longer. And the reason why is because my foundation, the way I grew up, my beliefs, my, my lack of belief in myself that I deserved it. I had 100% commitment that I was going to do it. I just deep down didn't think I deserved it. And, and that's part of knowledge and success right there. Um, right. I really like to see people get a combination of, of, of every cell college isn't needed anymore. I, I just, I don't think that I think college is bullshit right now. I think if you're going to become a doctor and an you know, attorney or, you know, you're going to be a CPA or something like that. That's one thing that's, you've got to have a special you know degree engineer. But if you, if your goal is to be an entrepreneur is that there's a lot of education that you can do. Mine was all online, hundred percent. I mean, I've taken classes in person, you know, when I was younger, but I still take classes. I still learn and in distant learning, a lot of it's in person, a lot of it's online. And I really like the online version because, or option, because it's, it's, it's portable. It, it's handy. But here's the deal that if you think just your street degrees alone is going to pay for it or your college education alone is going to pay the dues that to do, you're wrong. You, you, you listen, if you got street degrees, you might be a, a, a true warrior. But if, if you don't know finance, if you don't know numbers, if you don't know business, if you don't know marketing, I mean, know it, not, oh, yeah, I put ads together. Hey, man, that there is a difference. What's working? Where are you? How, how rapidly are you growing? How are you, are you, are you, are you exchanging your platform, your place in life? Are you, are you, are you constantly growing and moving ahead? Are you making your life easier or do you keep struggling? Those are the things that you got to ask yourself. And if you keep struggling year after year after year, listen, the first two, three, four years is going to be a struggle. Some of you listen to this and say, man, I hardly struggled at all. It's coming. 
We've had a great economy. We're good. It's not. It, it's like riding, riding, riding a motorcycle. It's not if you're going to come off. It's when. Listen, you're going to face struggles. We've seen personal struggles in people's lives. So many people losing people they love right now. Right. Those struggles could be a hurdle. Those struggles could be a speed bump. You never know when you're going to hit those struggles, and you better know how to get out of it. And a lot of people haven't been conditioned to be able to get out of it yet. Is that we've had easy times, and they haven't hardened themselves. They haven't made themselves any smarter. Is that they think the gravy train, and it's always going to be like this. I hope it does. But even if it does, how are you going to get past this point? And it's going to take a combination of knowledge and street street degrees to get out of it. So a good technician versus an amazing um, entrepreneur. Personality. Your personality and the way that you bond with people, the way you connect with people is really important. It's hugely important. Is connectability. You know, I was actually thinking about that exact thing this morning. I was, you know, when I drive... Uh, when I drive my son to school, I go under this this overpass at the freeway at the 101. And right now, man, it is a hot mess of homeless people and trash and garbage. And I was looking at it and I'm like, you know, is there ever a possibility that I could find myself in that position? And I thought about it and I thought probably not because I think what helps us stay out of situations like that and not get into trouble is our personalities. You know, it, it, it opens up it opens up doors and opportunities for us. Absolutely. Well, and there's and, and for many of us, some people don't have these warning you know signs. You know, they don't they don't get the little blinking light when they're in trouble. You know, I've always had an early my 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 injection, my ejection seat warning has gone off way too early in life. I could have been probably steps, leaps and bounds ahead of where I am right now. But for the conditions I grew up in, is that my 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 aircraft was telling me, oh, "Man, your ejection seat's going. You're going out of this thing. Get out while you can." Mm -hmm. And 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 that was a good thing, right? Because I didn't have a safety net. I didn't have. I couldn't. I, even though I made massive mistakes, massive. The fact that I survived those mistakes and wasn't homeless is a tribute to what you just said is that it was my personality. I was able to work my way through it. And uh, a lot of that was connectability with other people um, that allowed it, my, my ability to make connections with people and then, and then personality and persistence, you know, those things, th those things right there. And so the relationships, the difference between a technician and a, and a, and a master, entrepreneurs they know the value of relationships now what i mean by that is is not just building and getting to know people it's not staining as you go it's not implementing your views on other people um hmm, where are we seeing that right now all over social media everybody's bringing a hammer to the conversation hey if somebody's got your ear and they're angry get the away from them right now get away from them anger has no place and it's it's aging you it's hurting you and it's doing nothing for you somebody's feeding you bullshit it might be truth but it's turning into a a, a, a pollution for all tens of millions of people right now are polluted they're absolutely pol I, I don't have any room for that 
And, you know, on the political side right now, you know, we, I think, you know, you and I have had a lot of conversations about what's going on, but we've even, if you've noticed, we've backed way off of that. I think both of us, we just got tired of it. You know, it's like time to go on with our lives and build up and, you know, we're watching what goes around us. I'm not blind to things. You know, I've been around a long time. I just know that you got to watch things and don't allow yourself to get caught up in it because it's going to wreck you. It's going to do nothing, but it is a wrecking ball and it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you bad. And then, um, man, into books. Anybody I know that is really, really, really growing as a person, as an entrepreneur, is into reading, whether it's Audible or fixed books. I constantly, there is not a day, well, there is, there's seldom a day, I'll say that, seldom a day that I don't educate myself uh, within a variety of things. You know, is, is I just had a major change in my in my life. Something brand new to me that's not brand new, but new in 28 years and really never to this level. And I want to tell you what it's done for me and for my business. My, the communications in my brain of having a new interest, it has sparked something I haven't felt in a while. And it sparked something, a love affair for this new thing but it's got me excited about life and business. Like, really excited. Like, I wake up with a new a new purpose. I just, it's, it, you know, at 50 freaking five years old, I've got a purpose like I haven't had in a bit. And I'm gonna tell you, it's exciting. And here, and I keep saying it over and over again, is that you've gotta have an interest outside of business. I know all, you know, grind it, you know, all this bullshit 24-7 and all that crap. Listen, I, I, I get it. I know you're, but you know what? You're going to burn out if that's all you think about. And I'm telling you, in two weeks, I have felt an energy from having a new outside interest that is going to change my life. It's going to change my family's life. It's going to, Chris, your life. Because I am on fire right now. And I don't see that going away for a bit. And so it is, is it, it's, I haven't changed up my own preaching. I had all my same little pockets that I did, you know, for the last 30 years. And it's a shell game. I go from this interest. Ooh, that one's big. And, 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 and it is, I, I mean, I've been very committed to my things. Not, I mean, this is a search and rescue. 90, 95% of the search and rescue that happens in the world is volunteer teams. I've been on that team for 30 plus years. And I've come in and out of it a little bit through the years, more serious, right. less serious. But let me tell you something, is that just having this new interest is taken and catapulted. What my, now, your new interest could be learning how to play chess, which I highly recommend. It could be learning. It could be taking and, 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 and starting to microbrew out of your garage. Whatever it is, is, it changes lives. So each stage of success will take a new arsenal of skill sets is that you're never going to be able to take and use the same set of skill sets. They're foundational. There's the foundational skill sets. But what you're going to learn is that as you progress and as your platform changes, is that you're going to have to tweak even the skill sets that you've got at that new level. But here's the tricky part. you got to be able to go back down to the basement floor and use the skill sets you had at the basement floor at the same while well, you're at the uh, uh, 75th floor. You got to be able to a really floor. a really good basic example of that is, you know, us detailers, 
whether we're mobile, we have a shop, you know, as we slowly add services to our business, as our business grows, right? Mm -hmm. We have that same foundation to our business, but we add things like paint protection film, window tint, that kind of stuff. And we have to go get trained for that and continue to add that knowledge on top of that foundation we already had. Absolutely. You know, and then, and then of course, apply it and make it work for us. And here's another one. Very, most of us are going to at some point engage in hiring help. You're going to have to have a whole separate skill set for people working with you and for you. Is that it takes a whole different mindset. A, you got to delegate. B, you got to be okay with delegating. C, is that you've got to be you, you you've got to be professional. There's all these other things that come into it, you know that that play into it that you're going to have to have. Uh, another example is this: is that you know when we're all young. Is that I, I, in driver's education? You know, when we're 15 uh, here in the states. I wish we were like abroad. I wish we were like a lot of uh, in Germany, where the the demands to learn driving are much higher. They've probably got. 50 to 100% more schooling involved in their driver's education is, but here is that uh, for a lot of us, driver's education stops when we get that license. There is no more. It's done. But yet, I mean, I've gone to race school. I've gone to track days. I've gone to all these different things. I've, you know, when I went through the Sheriff's, Sheriff's Academy as a reserve deputy, I went through evasive driving. Uh, I went through all the, you know, the spin on the wet course, all these different things to increase it and you look at you know i just lost a good friend of mine man dave ashley died have you been watching the videos i've been posting up i've seen some yeah yeah you know the guy's a hall of fame score hall of fame he's one of the most winning off-road drivers of all times we just lost him uh which last night was night it hit me you know because it was officially released you know that he passed and it was like whoa but you know dave went from is is a is an amazing career for motorcycles straight into the heavyweights but he raced. This is pretty cool, and I didn't know this. He he worked on the the Raptor project before because he's with Ford. He raced the very first Raptor, you know, in an off road race. I mean, so he had that. But he went over. He also had the very first NASCAR Truck Series. He was the one. Him and his team basically invented an entire new category of racing, and he went from dirt to track. Mm -hmm. And the skill sets for that were very demanding, yet he was able to take and transition. But the truth is your ability to apply knowledge you gain to make an impact in your life and on those around you is real power. Is making an impact is real power. So you've got to look at this. Is what you're gaining, is it going to make, again, that's why you only have so much time in a day. And I just want to caution you is that spend don't spend a lot of time looking at polishes. Don't spend a lot of time looking at new equipment. It's fun to look at those things. What you want to spend time for is feeding your brain knowledge. And you want it verifiable knowledge. You want it to where right now in business and in, in, in most industries, there's a lot of theories floating around. And in my life, I mean, we have things pop up that are, it's new, right? We don't have a lot of theories anymore. Is we've got enough track records, records, we've got enough age, we've got enough diversity in, in age, all the way from entrepreneurs that are teenagers all the way up to, you know, 70 years old. That, that knowledge is valuable. 
that variation of knowledge is valuable. And so that real life experience knowledge is valuable. Listen, is that you take a person that is maybe battle ridden, is they're going to take and they've been into battle. You take a person that was EMS, you take a person that was, they're going to have something that most people don't have. And they can share that with you, you know, is that there's all these different people you're going to come in contact with that you don't know what their experiences are. But if they're successful and they're at a level that you think is pretty cool and you admire, you need to stop, get eyes on them, get ears on them, and watch them, observe, and ask them to mentor you a little bit. Ask them questions. Even if they're customers, slow down and ask them. Don't, don't bend there too much. Respect their time. Some won't mind. I, I, I mean, I, I had people who were major, major, major founders of major companies, billionaires, and I would sit there and smoke a cigar with them for an hour and just ask them questions. And it was amazing. But it started out slower with me just asking a subtle question, them seeing I was interested in it, and they them wanting to pay it back and taking it and teaching me. Knowledge is the most powerful when it's consistently applied. Listen, you can't it's it's just like it's just like racing. Is that there's a time to put the brakes on. When I when I've gone through track days and 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 and, and driving school, I was shocked at when you slam the brakes on, because I'm back here putting the brakes on, you know, a hundred yards back to go in this sharp corner. No, they're teaching you. You slam them on about twenty yards out hard, and then you're off the brake and onto the pretty much full pedal, you know, yep. coming out of the turn. It's amazing, and that's kind of like the skill sets in business. It's got to do the exact same thing. I can give you perfect information, perfect knowledge, but it won't change your behavior one single bit. Now, Chris, you added that part in, is that we, we always have something that we say, is that we say that we give you, we make suggestions, you make decisions. Right. Is that people, you are given knowledge, you can accept it. And you need to look at it, you need to verify it, and then you make the decision if you're going to use it or not. Most people do not have the ability to act on knowledge. They, they, just, they just act on foolishness. Right now, we're seeing a lot of that right now. We're seeing brilliant, brilliant people that I have a lot of respect for that are really struggling, and they don't see it yet, and they're, putting, they're pinning themselves into a corner. They're going to be where they're at for a long time. And where they're at, it's a good spot. Maybe they're happy there. I, I've never been happy being in the same spot for very long. Is that even in our companies now, we're constantly on the move. We want to change things. Is we want to take and grow. Uh, we don't want to grow in workload. We want to grow in things that are helpful, profitable, and don't demand more of us. And that we can delegate. All of us, our entire team, that's what we're involved in. Reasons why people don't act on, on knowledge. Let's go over this. This is a good list. So, yeah, Chris, I think, I think any, so. Any of these that you want to jump in on, please do. Most people ignore knowledge. They straight up ignore it and they ignore facts. I'm going to add that one in. Facts are when you open your mouth and you start acting foolish is that things are happening, but you're so foolish you don't see it or you don't realize it. But you're going to realize it too late. And, you know, I've never been on that. I've always been woke up. I was slapped around. I think the difference between me and a lot of people that are going on right now was that when I was young and building is that when I got slapped, I didn't get angry. I listened. I shut up. 
You know, I went, oh, God, okay. Wasn't happy that I got slapped, so to say. But I was like, man, that person usually doesn't do that. And looking back at those times, it was a, it was a good wake-up call. And I listened to it. A lot of people don't believe it. The knowledge is coming out, they don't believe. They don't understand it. And this is the scariest part, is they don't say anything when they don't understand it. They don't go any deeper than that, and they don't ask questions. They're too busy to act on it. Oh, I'm busy. I hate that word. They're too I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Before you know it, you're going to be in the same exact spot and going nowhere. Um, this is one that, 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 that really hit me is my confidence, is that I really limited myself on confidence, not the courage, but the confidence to move ahead. I honestly did not believe deep down that I deserved it. Some people don't have the courage. There's, it scares them. You know, to, yeah. to, to I, think, I think that's one of the, the biggest ones on this list is that one, you know, that, that holds people back the most. It does. Taking that, taking that leap to act on what they know. It, it really does. People are terrified. You know, Diane's, Diane's not a big, big um, fan of heights. It's not the height. It's the fall that really bothers her. Um, and so it, it, in search and rescue, um, she wasn't going to be on the edge. She wasn't going to be there over the side team, you know, now did it, did it hurt her? No. Cause she picked up different skill sets, but a lot of people, that courage is going to be a big one. A lot of people don't think they have the, the budget or the resources to do it. Of course you don't. I don't have the budget or the resource of what I want to do next, but I'm going to go figure out a way to do it is you're never going to have the budget or the resources to do it. you got to figure out a way to go do it. Simple as that. Where there's a will, there's a way. And so a lot of people just, they, they, they and I was one of those, I harnessed on to where am, where am I going to have to do this? But every time courage, every time I didn't have the courage to move ahead, I just decided, oh shit, go for it. And you know, did it, did I get hurt? Yeah. Did it kill me? No. Did it get bloody? I got scrapes. You know, I survived. I didn't have any arterial bleeds that I couldn't control. Did it slow me down? Yeah. It also propelled me, you know? So, I mean, there's, there's pluses and minus to that. They don't have leadership skills. Is this is this can be changed by simply volunteering, believe it or not, into volunteer organizations. This can, you know, score. We've got a, a an organization called Score, and it's it's executives that go in and help people gain knowledge and abilities. Uh, you can get into Toastmasters. You can get into your local chamber and learn what different true business entrepreneurs and educated people are doing. Watch their habits. There's so many things that you can do to build up your leadership skills. Yeah, you could do like like our friend Oscar up in uh, in Ventura with 805 Detail Shop does. You know, he, he he volunteers for Food Share. And I guarantee you that that's gotten him some leadership experience. Absolutely. You know, military, you know, I mean, Oscar's, you know, Marine. And, you know, all that is it, it all helps put into it. Even that you can go, as I said earlier, volunteer for a search and rescue team. There's so many different things you can do to learn leadership. It, but it takes time and you got to be patient. They don't have the, the ability. A lot of people don't collaborate with others. This is where I see a big, a big problem. A lot of people don't collaborate. It's not that they don't collaborate. They want to control the conversation. They want to come in and join a club and be the club leadership right after they join. Is that collaborating with people means earning your spot and earning your spot takes time and you got to prove yourself. If you're not willing to do that in a group or in a club or in an industry, again, I go back, you're going to be stuck. You just don't see it. You're going to be stuck in the same position for a long time. You're going to limit where you're going. 
listen, we've got opportunities that you can't. I had two, like I said, this week. Didn't know, still don't know where one came from. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Chris is going, what the hell? Because you haven't heard about it yet. <laughs> you know, but two, both, I learned of both of them yesterday. You know, on Tuesday, I mean, it's popping up, right? So this is a big one. I want you guys to listen to this. Is reasons people don't act on knowledge or they restrict or retard their knowledge is that they've got a chip on their shoulders from past life experiences. They might not even know it, but let me tell you, if you get if you constantly have problems getting along with people and you think, oh, that guy's been a jerk to me. Oh, that guy's being a jerk to me. Oh, I'm not getting accepted. Oh, I'm not doing this. Oh, I'm not. Guess what? It's not the other people, it's you. Have I been in that arena? Yep. I've had to self-check myself a lot because I remember I, I, I remember at a time that and I haven't I haven't admitted this or even thought about it in 30 years is I grew up in a, a period where they used the term yuppie. Remember yuppies? I don't know if it's still mm -hmm. a term. You don't hear I, it too much anymore. No, I, I, I hated yuppies because most of them were silver spoon, you know, little babies that got stuff handed to them. And man, I had such a, you could tell I could see somebody and man, I just had an attitude, you know, it was a chip on my shoulder because you know, was I angry because I didn't get raised that way? No, I just, the arrogance, you know? Well, that was my chip. It wasn't their chip. It was my chip. Why the hell did I even think that way? That was the dumbest thing in the world. Thank God it was a, it was a, a short time of my life that I felt that way. So without the motivation or ability to apply all of this knowledge, all of these things, and here's the deal, be honest with yourself. Guess what you're doing? I'm going to go back to where you're restricting where you're going. You might be in a good spot. You might keep excelling where you're at. But if you want to take and super succeed, hyper succeed, is that if you got any of that going on, you better check it because right, it's gonna it's gonna stop you or eliminate you from moving ahead. So, what kind of power are we talking about? The ability to influence people or events to accomplish your goals, find success, and live out your dreams is when we're taking and dealing with people is that we are taking, and I never not like manipulation. I don't like manipulation. I like to take in and educate people. I like to take in, I always have. And it's a slow roll. I remember when I first went into business is that I just refused to be a, a, a hard seller, you know, a, a used car salesperson, is that I wanted people buying what they needed and spending the money that they had not overextending. I was very honest. And you know what? That cost me a lot in the beginning. But you know, the foundation I built is that I left a lot of people in the dust that were doing it the other way. So it really, really, well, you know, by, by, by educating people, right. You are, you are influencing them. Absolutely. And, and in turn, in, in turn, they're becoming a, they're becoming say a, a fan or a champion of you at that point. And, and, it, and it's that's a really important part of, of, of our journey. I can't tell – I've watched a lot of journeys. I watch a lot of journeys. We've got, you know, how many people in our group that were watching their journey? How many people in the industry? How many people in other industries were involved in? How many people uh, in the military? How many people in search and rescue? How many people in life? I, you know, I, I, I rub elbows with, with entrepreneurs from every walk of life possible. I mean, every walk of life possible. And it's pretty cool – 
to see the ones that have figured that exact approach out is you're being a solution, not a sale. They don't take, they, they don't look at their customers as sale. They look at it as an opportunity to be a solution to what their customers need. And that's really important. So this is some of the, 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 the value part of it. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to wrap up, but I want you guys to really, everybody to really listen to this, especially the last one earned versus gifted, not going to be gifted anything. You've maybe gotten lucky in the past. Maybe you're lucky right now, but at some point your luck's going to run out. You got to be gifted. You got to work really, really hard to arrive because 99% of us haven't seen your story before. We only see what we're seeing now. And so every time you change positions, you got to re-earn a little bit of respect from the, from the people around you, your peers, your customers, all those people. You've got to earn it. And so I want you to think this. If you think about success as a ladder, every time your feet go to a new rung, you've got to earn a new level of respect. Simple as that. Your validated value, what's that mean? Is a top dog and a pack of amazing dogs. Is that, listen, if you're, if you're hanging out with a wolf pack and you come in and you're accepted into a wolf pack, which is what our industry is, is that you can't demand the top position. You got to earn that position and you're going to be challenged that position. And if you take and you, you respectfully work your way up, you'll get to that position. But if you try to take and fight your way through, the pack will kill you. You're trying to get something before it's time that you haven't earned. And even mother nature sees and sees that witnesses that and is, is accustomed to that so you got to make sure that you earn that now this is the last thing i'm going to talk about is drama we all see people that seem to just be in the middle of drama non-stop they're constantly bringing drama into their life into other people's lives they're getting involved in other people's business their business that person's business this person's business they're all around in everybody else's business and pretty soon, collectively, it all starts caving in on you. Is that, you know what, run your own race, support the people around you, and stop bringing drama. If you're bringing drama and you're trying to poke the people in the eye to get a reaction, you don't even know it, but you've completely stunned your growth as an entrepreneur and as a person. You've completely stunned your growth. And, and, and instead of when you see somebody make a mistake is when somebody makes a mistake or they make a post instead of going after him even if it's a negative post what is going on in that person's life where they feel like that and how can i soothe the the situation that should be the answer not making it worse if you get joy out of making it worse there's something wrong with you and and i've been there let me own that man back when it when it, when when in the early part of the 2000s when when um forums were just getting started, I poked a lot of people in the eye. And you know what that did to me? It was a total waste of time, a lot of sleepless nights, um, a lot of chaos, a lot of anger. It didn't last very long, but boy, I sure was glad when that ended. And you know who it was? Me. But it was what fed it. I'm seeing it go on right now. Is I, I watch it and I'm like, I, I know exactly what you're doing. You're not hiding anything from anybody. There's people that don't see it and just think, wow, he's being an asshole. No. You are purposely poking people in the eye to get a reaction. 
and it's complete and utter bullshit. It's completely not needed. It's a complete waste of time. And all you're doing is, is, is stunning where you're going. And you're hurting somebody in the meantime. Now, they might deserve it. They might be a complete asswipe. And they might deserve it. But what if you help change that person's opinion a little bit just by being, hey, man, don't agree, necessarily agree at this post, but hey, I'm here if you need to talk. What a change in opinions. Right. What a change in angles. And I'm telling you, professional, professional, every single industry's got this. Everything. But you can tell the minor league guys from the major league guys in an instant, and you can tell the minor league people that are going to never make it to the majors because they got the wrong knowledge going on and the wrong outlook and the wrong energy, and they're going to get stuck where they're at. All right. Hey, we want to thank everybody for coming in. So kind of different topic. Kinda, I, I don't want people to think I'm scolding because I'm not. Is what I'm doing is I'm teaching from experience. I've admitted a lot of these things. I used to do a lot of poking. Used to do a lot of flexing. Used to do a lot of this, a lot of that. We saw it. Almost everybody in the industry that I respect uh, has done that. You know, Jim Gogan. I mention his name all the time. We watched all that shit. We partook in it. We we're constantly Paja. Somebody, somebody ever want to know something? If you, if you, if you're in an event, and you see me, come up and ask me about Paja, and and I'll tell you a funny story. Or Jim Gogan, Paja is that there's a really funny story on that about poking somebody's eye. And it was funny, and, and, and it was no harm, but it was a complete waste of time looking back at it. So, Chris, we'll see you uh, when we see you. Busy uh, busy day ahead. Uh, busy yeah. couple days. I got to so, call the uh, I gotta call the air conditioner guy. You do? Yeah, you do. I've got to go. Uh, they called me while we were on this. <laughs> oh, geez. Wow, right on. All right, man. Well, hey, everybody have a lovely day and I uh, hope you made an impact. Now, if you like this, please, you know, hit like, uh, hit the share button, um, make sure to subscribe to us. And again, anything that you want to hear about topics and so forth, email me, Rennie at DetailingSuccess.com. Uh, we'd love to take in if there's a topic that you want to hear about specifically, uh, just let us know. and We'd love to talk about it. So you guys take care. Have a wonderful day. Happy detailing all. We'll see you next time.